God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You. Oh, my goodness. And yes, you. Welcome, 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 one and all, to the first Midweek Power Nugget of 2024. We are so grateful to God that he's brought us over, that he's brought us through, that he's brought us up, and that he's brought us out. Grateful to God that he has us on his mind, consistently, continually looking out for our good. Grateful to God that he's given us another breath in our body. He's given us breath all through the previous year and still giving us breath now, giving us a heartbeat all through the previous year and giving us heartbeats now. So grateful that God loves us, that he has continuously made us a part of his plan. Let's pray this morning. God, we love you. We adore you. God, we thank you. We thank you once more and again as we embark, as we endeavor into another year, another year of hearing you, another year of trusting you, another year of believing you for your word is true. God, we're praying on today, God, that you would speak to us as you have spoken to us before. God, we pray that your word will continue to be a lamp, will continue to be a light. God, we pray that your word will continue to permeate our very being. And God, give us hope for the future. God, we know that you will never fall short of your word. So God, we pray that we as your people, we as your children, would trust you in your word. God, we're praying on today that each and every person that is awakened and taking the effort to dial in and uh, taking the effort to, um, you know, focus themselves even at this early hour to hear you. God, that they will not be disappointed. God, we know that they won't be disappointed simply because you have spoken and you have said it. So, God, I pray that you would substitute my voice for yours, you would substitute my mind for yours, that you would substitute my heart for yours, that you would substitute me. And God, that you would sit in this seat and you would get on this mic and you would get in the ears of your people that they might be able to hear you in a way that they've never heard you before, that they might be able to embrace what you're saying differently than they ever have before. God, I pray on today that this word, will be the first of many words in this year to catapult your people into their necks and to help them to maximize what it is that you've given them, God, to be able to expand heaven and God to live their life to its best life, the abundant life. God, we love you. God, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I thank God for another opportunity to be able to share together what it is that the Lord has given me on today. On this morning, our first travel in 2024 for the Midweek Power Nugget takes us to Isaiah 
the 55th chapter. We're going to start at the 6th verse, Isaiah 55. We are going to start at verse 6. We will start in the New American Standard Bible. Isaiah 55, starting at verse 6, from the NASB version, it reads as follows, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return to the Lord, and he will have compassion on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways, excuse me, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and snow come down from heaven, and do not return there without watering the earth, and making it bare and sprout, and furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so will my word be which goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the manner for which I sent it. I'm going to jump really quickly to the message, and that will be the last version I read from today. Again, Isaiah, the 55th chapter, starting at the 6th verse, reading from the Message Bible. This version reads as follows, seek God while he's here to be found. Pray to him while he's close at hand. Let the wicked abandon their way of life and the evil their way of thinking. Let them come back to God who is merciful. Come back to our God who is lavish with forgiveness. I don't think the way you think. The way you work isn't the way I work. God's decree for as the sky soars high above earth, so the way I work surpasses the way you work, and the way I think is beyond the way you think. Just as rain and snow descend from the skies and don't go back until they've watered the earth, doing their work of making things grow and blossom, producing seed for farmers and food for the hungry, verse 11, so will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty-handed. They'll do the work I sent them to do. They'll complete the assignment I gave them. And the word of the Lord is blessed. We are going to hinge upon verses 8 and 9 of Isaiah 55. And we are going to talk this morning with this question. You know, I ask questions. So I got a question for this morning. How do you see it? How do you see it? You can also ask the question, what do you see? One, um, I guess, uh, not popular, common, one common game that kids do sometimes when they're out and they lay on the grass, the ground, and they look up at the sky and they see clouds, and they see the shapes of clouds, and one might see a bunny rabbit, and one might be looking at the same cloud shape, and they may see uh, a man running. And another might see the cloud shape, and they may see a, a, a child on a bicycle. And none of those perspectives are wrong. 
It's just based on how that child happens to see it. There used to be a psychological test called the Horshack test. I'm probably mispronouncing it, but it used to be used that uh, a psychologist would use uh, different types of ink blots, ink blots, and they would take those um, ink blots and they would allow the person to see it, and they would ask them what they see, and then based on uh, their psychological interpretation and, of course, these complex algorithms and things like that, they would actually use those to be able to determine certain things about a person's mental capacity to be able to diagnose certain types of, of mental illness. They don't use it as often anymore, the, the Horshack test. They don't use it as much because... It could be a tad controversial, and so they have different other diagnostic tests that they use it for. But um, the the thing about the the clouds, kids still use it. Kids still do it. Matter of fact, sometimes adults do it as well. And again, how you see things and how someone else sees things. You're not necessarily wrong based on your perspective, based on how you, uh, you know, kind of glean things. Well, here's my question for you. What lens, if you wear glasses, you know what I mean by lens, what lens do you view life through generally? What lens do you uh, see certain situations and circumstances through? How, how how do you see them? You know, because oftentimes our human perspective sees challenges as setbacks. We see challenges as steps backwards. What do we say? It seems like I take, you know, two steps forward and, and three steps back when when challenges or problems or what we consider to be negative situations seem to uh, rear their head, if you will. But when we're talking about how God sees things, God sees an opportunity. He doesn't see our life situations the way we do. He doesn't perceive them the way that we do. He sees an opportunity, not just for himself, but an opportunity for us. And so as we read Isaiah 55 and as we focus in on verses 8 and 9, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my way, your ways my ways, uh, so are my ways higher than you, says the Lord, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts, as we focus on that, those verses really, they beckon for us. They call for us to align our view with God's. Let's look at the first point. The first point, we have to think about the limitation of our lens. The limitation of our lens is, is us trying to use our understanding to understand what it is that God understands. See, our understanding is Oh, so limited. And, y'all, we see problems, 
but God sees potential for us to see his power. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why Proverbs 3 and 5 says, trust in the Lord and lean not to your own understanding. See, you understand the reason why that scripture is there? Because our understanding is limited. Our understanding is limited. There's no way for us to fully understand. The word also declares that we see through a glass darkly. We will not always see the entire outcome of a thing. But what do we normally do? When we see a problem, we start determining right then how we are going to resolve it. And don't even make God a part of our decision-making process. You all, our lens, how we view life is limited. And I want to encourage you the next time that you face a challenge, pause. Don't just jump into how you're going to fix it. If you could have fixed it, you also could have kept it from happening. Mm. So the next time that you face a challenge, pause and ask yourself, am I viewing this through my limited lens or through God's limitless perspective? So not only is there a limitation in our lens, but you all, there's a purpose in the problem. Just like we don't always like rain because rain tends to throw a little corkscrew in what it is that we're trying to get accomplished and planned for the day, that same rain brings growth. The word says that it it, it helps the farmer with seed and it helps those that are hungry with food. So just as rain brings growth, our trials have purpose. And oftentimes those those purposeful trials helps God to achieve his plans. Come on now, Romans 8 and 28, I know you know it. God works all things for good. I want you to think about that thing that you thought was going to take you out. That thing that you never thought that you would be in that type of situation. You would have never asked for it on your own. Reflect on that. Can I ask you something? That thing that you thought you'd never be able to get past. Can you now see how God used it for growth? Maybe growth of your faith, growth of your uh, devotionals and your closeness with him. Can you see how God used it? You all, we got to learn how to embrace problems as opportunities for God to complete his work in us. You all, let me close out. We've got to learn how to trust God's perspective and not our perspective. How do you see it? More than likely, you won't ever see it how God sees it when it first happens because challenges are going to come. But remember, they are opportunities for grace and power to shine. Seek his perspective. And watch how he transforms your trials into triumphs. Let's pray. God, we love you today. God, we thank you. We thank you that your ways are not our ways and that your thoughts are not our thoughts and that they're so much higher than ours. God, during this year, as we embark on this new year, help us to trust you. God, as you're enlarging our territory and as you're helping us to maximize our lives, help us to trust you at every step of the way. And then let us sit back and watch you work. Be with us as we go about our day today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. Have an amazingly God-blessed day. In Jesus' name.